Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys on the monorail. Gonna ride Splash Mountain. Alex, what are you wearing, man? Like, what is that? What do you mean? I swear, a teenager said it was cool. Dude, I'm all for a bold fashion table. That's a, that is a horrible shirt. What? I, did did Eisner's son, did, does he like it? Oh yeah, my he gosh, said it was amazing. Oh my gosh. You know what? I'm gonna send an email right now. Welcome to episode 168 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Chris. Today we will be giving the his on Splash Mountain. Right now we are recording live for our Groove Troop members. If you want to watch us live once a week, sign up for our Groove Troop. All you got to do is go to dizhis.com and you'll find the link at the very top. As well as seeing our beautiful faces, you'll be entered into our lovely giveaways. We're actually going to be giving away a wax melt today at the end of the show. Oh yeah. Uh, so st- Yeah, so stay around and listen for that. We have given away signed comics from... Uh, different Marvel artists, uh, wax melts, obviously, Disney merch, uh, Diz His merch, and many other things. You will also get access to our Groove Troop chat, which you will be able to um, interact with us and our other Groove Troop members. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead and check us out. I mean, as low as two, two bucks a month, you can join our Patreon. Let's go to dizhiz.com, D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com. And Jen is not with us today. She is um, she's just busy time of year right now. Uh, but she'll be back hopefully next week. Um, she's just been all over the place. I think she, she's actually going to be going on the Wish next weekend so uh, oh, really? i'm kind of looking forward to her going on the wish and hearing what she thinks of the wish because there's a lot of kind of iffy reviews about the wish but i mean it's brand new i'm sure it's a great ship and i'm sure that it's going to get better as time goes on well um, i'll tell you something joe i wish i was going oh i'm sure that's the first time anyone's ever said that i'm sure it's the first time hi if you want to call us you can leave us a message at 707-842-0345 you can call us and leave a memory you can call us and tell us about how the show is. That's, again, you can call us at 707-842-0345. Or if you live in the year 2022, you can email us at dizhishistory at gmail.com. Please email us. Tell us some ideas for future episodes. Tell us how you like certain episodes. Tell us how you like the game episodes. Tell me and Chris how you like the Marvel episode. Maybe just tell me what you had for lunch. I'm fine with that. That happened one time. That it happened, happened one time, once remember? so far. Once. Suppose we have a lot of listeners. But I'm not getting emails. Well, maybe this emails is like that's like a thing of the past, man. People don't do emails anymore, you know. I mean, I feel like it's all on social media, like on DMs, right? Yeah, I'm not much of a Twitter. I'm not. I'm not a. I don't see. Tweet, that's why Adam just said in chat. He just said that it's all DMs and tweets. That's what it's all about now. Yeah, I'm not much of a tweet guy. Okay. Interested in a quid pro quo? In exchange for a lump sum of money, we will promote your business. Reach out to Scott for any sponsorship opportunities that uh, we might be able to interest you in. Um, it's a tax write-off. So you can hit him up at dizhisscott at hotmail.com. We need to have right. him on. com. Where he's going to be on this episode. Oh, yeah. He's just a Hidden Mickeys, right? Yeah, Finally, right. we have an episode where we can do Hidden Mickeys. That's right. He's kind of taking that over. But this um, – we're going to rate the ride. We haven't done this in a while, right? Yeah, oh, we haven't oh, done this in a while. So let's go and get, wow. the, let's get the rubric. Is the rubric here? The rubric's on the, on the side the, there. The, Just scroll to the right. Oh, man. Oh, so man. we're going to rate this ride. Oh, yeah. yeah I haven't, oh, guys, listen. I haven't been on this ride. I'm really looking forward to going on it. Uh, You've never been on know? Splash Mountain? No, man. I'm sorry. I've <laughs> so seen you, it. I've so seen you, it. You can't but, even rate it. 
I guess I can't rate it. Okay, Chris but you know, one time when I was hold on, one time when I was younger, like this when the ride first came out, uh-huh. Ernest, you know, Ernest, I'm like Ernest goes to camp, yes. Ernest goes to jail. Like I used I don't to know love Ernest, right? Ride, but yes, <laughs> and he actually did a there was like a promo where he was gonna ride Splash Mountain. You remember this, Alex? Oh, let me just take it out of the history. Oh, I watched it live. I watched it live. <laughs> We're gonna talk about it later. <laughs> That's it. Go ahead. I don't. I just mention it. Like I don't go too much of the history about it. So you probably said more about it than I wrote. Rating rubric. Thanks to Adam, he kind of made this rubric for us. Uh, so, question: Rate the ride experience. Okay. So, mm-hmm. examples: Is it fun? The way it's meant to be? Is there anything uncomfortable about it? So, of course, we got three, two, one, and zero. Three being one of the best, and zero being disappointing. Right. So, three, two, and one. What are you guys gonna rate it, Alex? So, I like this ride. Um, I'm not a big drop guy. I'm not a. F- I, I go on Tower of Terror, but it's not my favorite. Going on the big drops is not my favorite, but I'll go on it because my wife loves it. So for rating the fun, it's not a three. It's got to be a two. It's good. Like, I'm willing to do it. So it's a good ride, but it's not a three. Okay. How about you, Chris? Three, gold standard. Gold standard? You really like yeah. this ride? Yes, yeah, a classic okay. for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, question number two. Rate the atmosphere of the ride. Examples of theming, decoration, you know. Three, one of the best. Zero disappointing. What are you guys going to rate it, Alex? So because I don't care about the theming, I'm going to give it a two. It's okay. a good – it's like it. it's good. The way it's presented, it's good. It's Disney. They do well at it. But I don't care about the subject. Therefore, it's a two. Okay, cool. Okay, how about you, uh, Chris? Three, because I don't care about the subject until I'm on that ride. Then I'm so invested. Then you're like, I'm Br'er Chris for the day. Uh, have you heard the story? About Br'er Chris? It, it gets dark, so I won't talk about it on air. But we'll, we'll talk about it after. Yes, Br'er Chris. So like a lot but of it's pretty dark. Me. Well, I mean, I feel like a lot of the attractions, not a lot, but some of the attractions at Disney, especially the older ones, mm-hmm. kind of have a dark background, right? Yes. They're okay. all, I mean, it, well, I'm sorry, but this, the, the music is music was like for how many years was the uh, was the theme of Disney World? Zippity Doodah. Yes, and it then, was. Um, and then, so that goes into this question. And then also, um, I mean, you can't get much better than the animatronics and the decorations on this ride. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Dixie Boat's really cool. The Dixie Boat's awesome, yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about, but we're going to go to question <laughs> number three, okay? <laughs> How badly do you want to ride it again? Of course, we got three. Can't wait. Zero hard pass. Uh, Alex? You know what? I gave it two twos, but if I was at Disney today and someone says, you want to ride Splash Mountain? I'd be like... Let's go, man. Let's ride Splash yeah. Mountain. So I'm a two. I, I can't wait to ride it. I'm a two. I'm excited. You're a two? Yeah. You can't wait? Yeah. I'd be excited about going on Splash Mountain. But hold on. Three is can't wait. Two is excited. So which one right. do you want to give I'd be it? excited. Can't okay. wait means like I'm going to put it above. I want to put it above everything else. But it would take someone saying, let's go ride Splash Mountain for me to be like, let's do it. Let's go. Okay. Okay. How about you, Chris? Uh, two, I think there's very few rides where it's like I, I'm losing sleep over. Like, I can't wait to ride it. You know what I mean? So definitely number two, I'm excited. I'll go out of my way. Number three, can't wait. Try and stop me. Like, I'm not sprinting to Splash Mountain, but I'm definitely super excited, and I will go out of my way to ride it. Right. If you were sprinting, who do you think would win in a race, you or me? Oh, me. No no, no problem. Oof. I want to race you next time we come down. We're going to do it. We're going to put it We're gonna put it on our um, social You're media. Like 47. I got these. My legs are like one of my like giant leaps is like five of your steps. You definitely have like a bum knee. Who me? Yeah, you have a bum knee guy. I do not have a bum knee. I do not have a bum knee. Okay, you next will. question: <laughs> the Joe point, the magic point. Uh, you guys gonna give it a magic point, Alex? Man, it's hard. It's hard to give it a magic point because 
when they said they're going to refurbish it and change it, I didn't bat an eye. I don't care if they change it. I'm looking forward to them changing it. So it doesn't have a magic point for me. Okay. How about you, Chris? Magic point for me, a couple of different reasons. Really love the ride. It's one of the rides that I went on when I was younger. It's one of the only rides my dad will ride. My dad's not a ride guy, but he loves log flume. So it's one of the rides that me and my sister used to get to ride with my dad, which is uh, a cool memory. So definitely a magic point for me. I was sad when they said they were going to change it. Just because I really enjoy like, Listen, listen. I understand there's a very dark history and I had no idea when I was little, you know, going on that ride. So I understand why they're changing it, mm-hmm. but you know, for selfish reasons, I guess, sure. I'm sad. It's going to be gone very, very much looking forward to the the new one, but it's sad that it's going to be, you know, one of my childhood rides is, uh, is going to be gone, but I guess it's worth the sacrifice given the, uh, the negative, um, you know, we'll get into that in the history. I'm sure. Okay, so Alex, you gave it a six, which I feel like is pretty much about your average. Yeah. You get, so, and then Chris gave it a nine. Definitely Whoa, a nine. Wow. Yeah, definitely that, a nine ride. Really, man. Splash Mountain's one of those rides where, like, you it's it's a top it's a top tier ride. But I you don't like to get wet. Ride this. No, no, you don't get wet on Splash Mountain. You do you get a little mist. Oh no, I don't. I don't get wet, dude. I don't get wet. You can dodge that water. It comes up very slowly. <laughs> Let's get to the his on Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain is a long flume attraction that originally debuted in Disneyland, California, and then later in Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom and Tokyo Disneyland. The ride takes guests through a story with animatronics, with part of it taking place as a dark ride. Then guests are dropped down a large water drop. The story of the ride is based on characters who were developed for a film named Song of the South, which was released in 1946. The film was quite an achievement, with the way Disney was able to mix live action with animation. Introducing people to the Briar Gang, Due to the Song of the South being classified as problematic, Disney has not released it to the public since 2000 and has never been released on DVD. The characters in Splash Mountain have superseded the film and are associated more with the ride. But in 2019, Disney announced the redesign and remodeling of Splash Mountain to Tiana's Bayou Adventure, based on characters from Princess and the Frog. So, uh, obviously, that I-, I like Princess and the Frog. I think it's a really good movie. Yes. It has one of my favorite villains it's a great ever. Movie. Yeah, it has one of my favorite villains ever, you know, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, I have a question for you. You know, talking about the characters that's there now, like in, you know, Splash Mountain. Have you guys ever seen the characters walking around Disney at all? I haven't, but I know they used to. Yeah, Chris, have you? I don't really look for the characters. I'm not sure. But I, I think I saw it in, like, the sing-along. So I thought, I'm pretty sure, uh, I'm not sure if I have any pictures with them, but I saw them walking around Animal Kingdom, and they were right out front Animal Kingdom. Really? And it was from Song, Song in the South. Yeah, it was like the fox, and I was kind of like, what the heck? And there's some other character, too. I forget. It was, it, it was cool. I was like, I've never seen these guys before, but they were walking around the entrance to Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Now, this ride opened up in 1989, which is, uh, what, 40... Three years after the problematic movie release, mm-hmm. they had 43 years. I will give them 40, 
we'll give them 40 years. They, the ride was in development mm-hmm. for three years. They had 40 years to come up with a uh, non-problematic theme for this ride. But they went with uh, they went with the movie that that they, you know, it's how weird is that? That's kind of weird. I, I think it's also kind of weird. Um, I wonder who was the. I guess we're gonna find out here. It was Eisner. Something. That was a bad decision. I feel like. Yeah, it was Eisner. Yeah, super strange, in my opinion. Super strange. And there's there's so many movies. Well, eighty nine. You gotta think about it this way, also. Okay, so we got eighty nine. What movies really could he have? This was right before. All the like, I understand what you're trying to say, right? It's a, it's pretty like there's a lot of bad meanings behind the movie. Yeah. But also, we didn't have like Little Mermaid. We didn't, it was this was before all the hits, right? I guess you could say, yeah, right? before the resurgence. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, what movies do you think? May, I, I'm interested to kind of in, in, in our Patreon chat and our Discord, right? What movies do you think they could have used prior to '89 that could have been fitting to Slash Mountain? Black Cauldron. But I feel like that movie has has anyone here seen that movie? I haven't even seen that movie. Have you seen I've Song seen, of the South? I've seen parts of it. No, that's, I haven't seen Song of the that's South. That's the weird part. It's like it's an unpopular movie, not even like above everything else. So Sword in the Stone. That's a good example. Well, that's a, that would be a pretty cool one. In I the feel history, like. we'll say we'll it'll give a little information of why they chose that movie. But uh I, I you know, Black Cauldron, the Fox and the Hound would have been good. The Fox and the Hound even has, I think, has a waterfall in the movie, I think. If I'm mm-hmm. remembering correctly, when when did Fox and the Hound come out though? Eighty uh, one. Okay. Um, Bambi's a good one. So there there are some other movies. Fire. I have, I have a good Americans one. Tale came out eighty six. Chris, The Jungle Book. Oh, yeah, Jungle yeah. Book. That would have been a great one. That would have yeah. been great. Could you imagine how cool that would have been? Because it has really good music. Yeah, that would have been amazing, actually. Yeah. You know what came out in eighty five? They could have used Return to Oz. Oh, that would have been really. Been really it could have been good. Gump. You could have been riding on Gump. Riding the Gump. <laughs> oh man, there's some really good ideas in chat. I like Bambi. I mean, geez, the Rescuers would have even been better than this. Oh, I love the Rescuers. Yeah. It's true. I want to know who was sitting next to Michael Eisner, and Michael Eisner was like, "Hey, let's do this uh, song of the South." And who would? I want to know who the people next to him. They're like, "Oh, that's a good idea." Like, who's <laughs> owning? Like, it's a great idea. Why would they not throw out better ideas? They're sitting in the movie, the, the, the meeting in the eighties. Hey, do you, does anybody remember that like forty-year-old racist movie? Oh yeah, I can't stand that movie. Why don't we turn it into an attraction? Let's turn it into a I want to be in the room. They're like, there's no water in that movie. That's all right. We'll figure it out. Joe, do you want to know what? In what happened in the room where it happened? The room where it happened? The room yeah, where it the, happened? Okay, Hamilton, I know. In the late 70s, Disneyland opened Bear Country, which was built around Country Bear Jamboree. Though this was a popular attraction, most young guests did not care for Bear Country. So, Imagineers wanted to bring something exciting to the area, so Walt Disney Attractions chairman Dick Nunes insisted that the Imagineers create a log flume ride. Disney in the past did not want to create attractions that were based on a single thrill. By the early 1980s, Imagineers tossed around the idea of the log flume ride, which would go into Bear Country, which was about to lose an attraction. America Sings was created for the Bicentennial and was a collection of animatronic animals singing patriotic songs. America Sings was actually the last attraction designed by Mark Davis. In 1983, Imagineer Tony Baxter had the idea to use the animatronics from America Sings for the new future log flume ride. They could pair these animatronics with the recently re-released movie Song of the South, which had animal characters designed by Mark Davis. Imagineers had a ride concept which was originally named Zippity River, after the Oscar-winning song. In 1984, the new CEO of Disney, Michael Eisner, was pitched the idea. He liked the log flume concept because he was mainly concerned with getting teenagers and young adults into the parks, but wasn't sure about the overall theme. 
Eisner formed a pitch meeting to see what the younger generation thought of the idea. Some employees state that the idea was on the verge of not going through, until Michael Eisner's own son said the attraction looked cool, which prompted Eisner to give it the green light. There it is. There's your answer. I don't know, man. The attraction looked cool. I just imagine that. Hey, son, how do you like that? That looks cool. All right, guys, we're doing it. We're doing it. (laughs) The the young generation said it looks cool. Cool cool means good, right? Okay, yeah, we're doing it. But I feel like it could have looked cool other ways. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) First off, why why is Disney so obsessed with bears? California, baby. Oh, maybe. Well, I guess they meant most oh, I think it's because care for bear country. But like, why are they like so like? Oh, bears! Let's go in and push bears. I think because because of America, like you can associate like a, a bear with America. So it's like, uh, they, it was like the patriotic thing. So they're yeah. like, oh, let's have the the American bear. Let's sing this song. The North know. American bear, baby. Um, I I just so not only. You know, was this movie problematic? I love how it was the recently re-released. Re-released. Let's uh, let's take this out of the vault and uh, and put it back out. They the released and they're like, you know what? We see nothing wrong with this. <laughs> Glad they didn't name it Zippity River. That's a pretty bad name. Oh, I think and it's it a great just, name uh, actually. Really, Splash Mountain's actually a pretty bad name too. I guess because it's very lazy. Um, it's very on the nose. Yeah. yeah. Hey, the Zippity Doodah song. There's nothing racist in that, right? No, no, no. Zippity Doodah was sung by the um, African American character in Song of the South because in the beginning of the song, I have it on my uh, iTunes library because we woke up to that song uh, one morning at Disney, mm-hmm. not knowing the history yet, guys. So, but it's that you can hear the guy uh, in the beginning of the show of the song saying it happened on one of those Zippity Doodah days, and it's and he starts singing, so it's him singing it. And he's a like a uh, apparently because I've never seen the movie. He's a racist uh, representation of African Americans at the time. He was from a collection of stories, I believe. One of Walt Disney's like favorite stories. Yeah. Um, forget what that book was called. So, oh, Uncle Remus was the name of the uh, African American character. I don't remember the the series of stories that was. This was all modeled after. Probably this is a terrible idea. Michael Eisner should have been fired. Like, like this, 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 I just think that's a, ter- I just think it's a bad idea. Like, there's so many other creative ideas to come up with. I feel like this was like on the table. Like, he should be instantly removed. Like, how, uh, like, how is he able to go ahead and run a company like Disney and just have such a terrible idea? Like, it wasn't so his many idea. other ideas out there. It wasn't huh? his idea. Imagineers brought it to him. He, he, he had the green light though. He's the CEO. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but I, it wasn't his idea. It was like he was like it doesn't. He come in and be like, hey guys, I love Song of the South growing up. Let's make a ride about it. I, I guess I guess a little worse was instead of I guess consulting a group of adults, he consulted a group of teenagers. Right. He's like, you know, who has the cool. best moral compass? Nineties <laughs> teenagers. It's also it's really weird though that this happened in nineteen eighty nine because eighties teenagers even worse. But <laughs> you see what Ryan wrote in chat. It's just it's just Go strange because it's not like there was like segregation. Like it's not like this was the '60s. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like segregation was normal, and or the '70s were just ended, and there's still people on both sides. You know what I mean? This was '89. Like this was times were were pretty modern. I would think uh, during this time, like there's you know what, bad is bad, and I don't know. I I don't I can't wrap my mind around how this happened in 1989, especially with all that IP on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And just like Chris said, there's so there's so much IP on the table from they're going to pick this one. And I still feel like back in I know it's different standards, right? But I still feel like '89 this was not a good choice. Yeah, '89. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I, I don't know. It, again, 
you, you you can look up movies made before 1989, right? And you can find a handful. There's a lot. There's a lot of better options. Than exactly, Song of the man. South, you know. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Michael Eisner wanted to change one thing about the ride, and that was the name. Disney was working on a live-action movie called Splash with Tom Hanks and Dara Hannah. Eisner renamed it Splash Mountain to incorporate the name of the movie with other successful rides like Space Mountain and Big Thunder Mountain. He even wanted the Imagineers to integrate the movie into the ride in some way, but the Imagineers ignored this idea, and by the time development came around, the movie had already been released three years prior. Splash Mountain was delayed a few times, first for other projects like Star Tours and Captain EO to finish. Once Disney started to develop the ride, the budget for it quickly ballooned. One of the main causes was the safety concerns for the drop. The drop was initially too intense, even decapitating a test dummy during an early test run. It was later still too intense, since the riders got completely soaked. The redesign of the boats and the reduction of the riders fixed the issues. The attraction also suffered staging and technical issues, which caused several redesigns. One thing Disney was able to do to save some budget was by repurposing America Sings animatronics. More than 100 animatronics had been rewired and reprogrammed with new hydraulics installed. By the time the ride was complete, Splash Mountain cost over $80 million to build. So we were talking about all this IP that he could use. And I was just like, hey, we're coming out with a movie called Splash. Let's do that. Let's have an, a, a, more of a, you know, an older people movie about a guy who finds a naked woman on a beach. And let's make a, a ride about that. But that wasn't even what he's trying to do. He wanted to incorporate it into the or already like. Yeah, incorporate Fox. doesn't make any sense. Yes. What? It's like, can we just have a cutout of Tom Hanks? What did you know, did you know he's going to be America's dad one day? I know. I know exactly what's going on here, right? Is Disney's like failing right now at this point in history. And then it's like throwing out crazy ideas. Hey, listen, people are like, come on, let's just do something totally off the wall. You know, right? Like this is, it, it's crazy. It's, it seems nuts, right? Yeah. Totally, yeah. totally insane. Like, yeah, I think you hit the nail right on the head with they were something was going on. Um, something was going on. They're throwing darts at a racist darts at a dartboard, I guess, <laughs> until something stuck. Um, let's let's get some sort of press. Song of the South. You know what? While we're getting that press, let's plug our new movie, Splash. <laughs> let's throw. Let's throw Tom Hanks in. Here. And that's a good movie, though. Never saw it, but I oh, doubt it's a man. good movie. It's good. Two Tom Hanks is in it. Doesn't mean anything. Tom Hanks was in Polar Express too. That's a Polar Express movie. is a great movie. I love it's Polar Express. Terrifying. Anyway, back to Disney IP. I'm sorry I took us off the rails there. Just like Polar Express, <laughs> I, I just, I, I don't know how did Eis- how long was Eisner CEO for? Too long. I know it seems that way, right? I mean, what everyone loved him because he had these Mickey Mouse ties. I can wear a Mickey Mouse tie. Doesn't make me a good CEO. We got to do the history on him because I'm very interested in some of his other decisions now. So am I, actually, because I, I, I guess uh, when I talk about Michael, Michael Eisner with Jen, he has made a lot of decisions that are kind of like, I'm sure these are, we're talking about a couple, couple of them right now. Let's talk about this dummy, man, this test dummy that got decapitated. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh. Can you imagine <laughs> sitting there on this, right, watching it, and all of a sudden you see a dummy going down, this totally gets his head chopped off, and you're like, Ooh. You know what? I don't think it's ready. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad it wasn't Eisner. But maybe it's like one out of a thousand, right? So maybe, would they still do it? Like uh, No. No, one one is too many. <laughs> I wonder, like, how fast was this thing? Like, if this thing was unsafe, I want. I wish I was there to see how fast this bad boy was going down. The, they don't the tell drop. you the tummy was a sack of potatoes. Was it a sack of potatoes? I don't know. But how about the ride costing eighty million dollars? Like, that is so money. much. 
to put in a song of the South right. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, nobody, we have no limit on this ride. No limit. <laughs> Do you know Song of the South? No? Good. We're putting a lot of money in this ride. And I could just see them like blowing up the budget at the end on that ferry on the on the Dixie boat. Like, no, we need more. We need more animals. <laughs> How about we took out the Dixie boat? Don't you come in here and tell me to take it out the Dixie boat. We're not taking it out. It ties everything together. Make it move. Make all the animals move on the Dixie boat. I mean, they saved money by reusing animatronics. I mean, that was genius. That they was. still spent eighty million dollars even after saving. I know, a lot of man. Money. I was just thinking that. Like, can you imagine if they didn't like reuse the animatronics? How much? Like, like eighty billion dollars. <laughs> stupid amount of money. Project. <laughs> this is one of Disney's top. This is our, our most important project, Splash Mountain. Can you? What, what do you think Walt Disney would have said? Oh, uh, Walt Disney. Well, well, first off, Walt Disney probably liked Song of the South, so he'd yeah, probably be down okay. for Song of the South, but. Uh, I, but I think... Roy though would have been like eighty million. He probably would have been. Oh, Roy... he was alive during this time though. Roy probably was alive a little bit. Yeah, Roy, yeah. Was, Roy was in the corner going, "This is a bad idea, guys. This, this is eighty million. <laughs> Oof, this is a bad idea." By nineteen eighty-eight, the surrounding area of Disneyland was renamed Critter Country. Splash Mountain debuted on July seventeenth, nineteen eighty-nine, and Disney celebrated the opening. A television special was made called "Ernest Goes to Splash Mountain." The wait times grew as guests came to experience the fourth mountain. A year later. In November of 1990, Disney installed a camera on the ride, which captured guests as they descended from the famous drop, with pictures sold right after guests onboarded. This became an amazing marketing strategy, allowing guests to capture a now iconic moment at the parks. Other attractions quickly followed suit installing their own cameras. The Splash Mountain drop is 52 feet or 16 meters and comes after the dark ride experience. The ride starts with a peaceful outdoor section, which then leads to the indoor dark segment, which begins with a steep drop into the briar patch. The multitude of scenes you pass by which use animatronics tells the story of Briar Rabbit who leaves his home for an adventure. Briar Fox and Briar Bear try to catch Briar Rabbit, but fail multiple times. They eventually catch him in a beehive, but Briar Rabbit is able to convince Briar Fox to throw him into the Briar Patch. Briar Rabbit escapes the fall uninjured, and the local animals rejoice to have Briar Rabbit back home. Briar Bear and Briar Fox are last seen narrowly escaping the jaws of Briar Gator. So we talk about the Ernest thing. I watched the Ernest thing like live. I remember it being like pretty amazing, and they really amped it up to be like a really intense ride. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, um, I think Regis was there too. Oh, I believe be. it. I'm not surprised at all that uh, the idea of putting a camera on the drop was an idea under Michael Eisner because that was probably at the same meeting. You know, we're this. You know, uh, how could we? You know, make more money? All right, you know that. You know that the, the scariest point of the ride where everyone looks horrible because they're screaming their heads off and they're making scared faces. Let's take a photo of that and try to sell it to them. Somehow it worked. Oh, it worked but, uh, big ag- time. Again, horrible idea. I don't know. It's a great idea. Let's take a horrible picture of people and try to sell it to them. It's not a horrible picture. It's the picture. Of in retrospect, scare. I know. Why do you think, want a memory look, of being scared? But look at it right now, though. Look at it's like there's a, so many popular Splash Mountain pictures of people oh, going yeah. down doing weird things, right? I mean, it's Not like a it thing. Didn't pay off, but imagine that pitch. Like I just think well, this I, is a, a weird time for decisions. I feel like also though um, that the camera. This was not the first ride ever a camera was on to do this. I feel like there's I'm other curi- roller coasters. Yeah, I'm actually curious about that. Maybe we could do the history on. Cameras. <laughs> I actually, I'm actually curious to see what what was the first ride to uh, yeah to take a photo. Yeah, and who was the first person to charge? Because I'm sure that you know 
first one it was free and then uh so i was like oh i think we make some money on this yeah but i think it it might have i don't know if it saved the ride because it would become you know things that we were talking about before the show where people would bring things to stage as they come down they would glue pieces to chess boards and whatnot um i was telling you guys in the late 90s it became known as flash mountain so there were things that came with that but it was very successful and i think it really helped Splash Mountain become a very popular ride, mm-hmm, even for, for people sure. who don't like drops. Because if you don't like drops, you're willing to do it just for the picture. Like you, you, if you don't like drops, your family's trying to get you on that ride for the picture. I'm gonna ride it next time I go. I think. And you're gonna get a photo. You're gonna buy the photo. No, I'll take a picture of it on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> we have a photo pass, so I'm sure it will come to our app anyway. Yeah. The popularity of the drop mixed with the ride story caused it to become a huge success. In 1990, Disney announced that the Splash Mountain would be built in Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom in Tokyo Disneyland. The two rides actually opened one day apart, with Tokyo Disneyland's opening on October 1st and Magic Kingdom's opening on October 2nd, 1992. Tokyo Disneyland and Magic Kingdom's versions were very similar to Disneyland's, but with a few differences. One of the key differences is the log flumes. Disneyland's log flume sits guests one by one and can have five guests ride at once while Disney World and Tokyo Disneyland have four rows that can fit two guests each. 2011, Disney World installed lap bars after multiple incidents occurred of guests trying to exit the vehicle mid-ride. The other difference are the newer rides were made longer than the original Disneyland version, with a few extra scenes added. Also, if you listen closely, you can hear that the music is different as well. Disneyland has more of a Dixieland jazz inspiration, while Magic Kingdom and Tokyo sound more country with inclusion of the banjos and harmonicas. All the rides do include several songs from the movie Song of the South, like Everybody's Gotta Laugh, How Do You Do, and of course Zippity Doo Dah. In 2019, Disney announced the future revamping of both Splash Mountains at Disneyland and Magic Kingdom. It was announced that the rides will be reimagined as Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Disney confirmed in 2022 that the ride will follow Tiana and Lewis on a musical adventure with the ride being reopened by 2024. Tokyo Disneyland, which is owned by the Oriental Land Company, has not announced any plans to redesign its Splash Mountain. So they put lap bars on the one on the log flumes in Disney World because people are trying to get out. Yeah, uh, they're gonna have to remove them pretty soon because the the flumes keep sinking and they the people need to get out. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> There's two of them, right? Two of them. Have, one, uh, yeah. Recently, another one just went down. That's kind of crazy. That's a good point, man. Like, <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> That's crazy. That's just insane. I wonder why they're sinking for. I mean, I know it's old. I also right? understand. I feel like after this, this this last one, they should be like, okay, let's start the refurb. Let's get right? started. Yeah, yeah like, really. I don't, I don't. I don't know. It's uh, yeah, super weird. I you, you talk about the songs that are in there. It sucks that this uh, this was you know modeled after a very problematic uh, movie because like we grew up with Zippity Doodah being like the theme of Disney. Yeah, and it's not even in the parks. It's a shame that it was tied to such like a horrible, horrible movie mm-hmm. because um you know a lot of that that's now being erased from the parks. I'm I'm happy that they're that they made the decision to move away from that because obviously it's super problematic, very offensive, and uh, I'm glad that you know. Almost a hundred years later, people we are recognizing that the film is not a not a good movie, and um, and yeah, I'm you know what as as sad as I am to see it go, happy to. Um, well, first of all, I'm really happy that it's being refurbished because every new ride that Disney does is is awesome because of the technology. But mm-hmm. uh, Princess and the Frog has some fun music, and they have a really really uh, cool opportunity here. 
I really yeah. hope that like when you when it kind of goes down or whatever that you go to the other side. Wouldn't that be awesome? That would be really cool. Yes, that would yeah. be cool. Or uh, yeah. and then at the end, dig a little deeper with the boat. Oh yeah, like yeah. you're sinking in the boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but not really <laughs> what sinking, you saying, Alex. Um, I don't know, but you know what's interesting is Oriental Land Company said they're not going to. They don't know if they're going to change it. If they ended up not changing it, that would make going to Tokyo Disneyland a must for people who love that ride. Because oh, that would be the only point. place they could go to ride yep. the original ride version. I think they're going to have to change it. Not have to, but I think they're going to change it. Because of that, I think... I don't know, how, man. It wouldn't be fair, man. Wouldn't it be, you, don't, you don't think it wouldn't be fair? Like, all the other parks are changing except for that one? But you're right. People are going to go to that one just for that reason. Yeah. Like they're going to go... It's, it's going to be nuts. And, you know, you can't... You can't hold a different culture to our standards. So if we don't think yeah. it's right, you know, Tokyo is way different. They, you know, they may not see that movie as a problematic movie. Um, so they may not feel a need to change it. And and if it's going to improve people wanting to go to that ride, then uh, why why change it if you don't feel like you have to? Yeah, I agree. I, I think uh, I don't see them. I mean, it costs money, you know. Right. Uh, so why why change it if it's going to cost you all that money and it's not really offending anybody over there anyway? You know what I mean? Yeah. They probably don't. You know, they probably just you know we're just going to let this go and ride it out. Yeah, I, I can't believe they uh, they're finally going to give Tiana a ride after when was that movie released? Uh, Princess of Frog 2009? Is that when it was released? Yeah, around there. Yeah. It's like, geez, Louise, way to wait till. My goodness, so long to get a ride. Um, and you know it's. We talked about the issues with that movie coming up, and, and it's ironic that the issues that occur, uh, that they end up making the ride based on a movie that takes place with a African American princess. That's kind of the best circle. part about it because yeah. yeah, because everyone's like oh, everyone who's probably every racist person who's upset about it for racist reasons mm-hmm. being yeah, taken yeah. away. It's even worse for them now because it's being replaced by you know an African American princess, which is pretty pretty funny. Yeah, I, yeah. I, that, I do take joy in knowing that those people are upset about it. You know. <laughs> quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. Splash Mountain costs over $80 million to complete. Today, that will cost over $220 million to build. I'm sorry, oh my that's gosh. ridiculous. <laughs> I can't even read that without laughing. That's insane. There are around 950,000 gallons of water used for Magic Kingdom's Splash Mountain. A version of the attraction was planned for Disneyland Paris, but was cut due to budget issues. I wonder why. <laughs> the French were like, no, 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 we're not spending any more money on this <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what? <laughs> no. I guess the French did win in something. That's funny. <laughs> Magic Kingdom and Tokyo Disneyland's versions are almost identical, except for the ride itself being mirror images of each other. Splash Mountain has a top speed of 45 miles per hour, with duration times varying. Disneyland is the quickest at just over 9 minutes, while Magic Kingdom is the longest at almost 12 minutes. In March of 2022, Tokyo and Disneyland announced that their Splash Mountain would become Splash Mountain Get Wet Max from July 1st to August 31st. This promotion is to combat the extreme heat in Tokyo summer. What? I'm sure that I'm sure that translation is a little different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In Japan, it sounds I mean? better in Japanese, probably. Does it get really wet, man? That's what, that's what it's all about. Get wet Max. I mean, it's 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 right there. We here at Dizzis think Splash Mountain is an awesome ride. We love the big drop and even enjoy the nice slow dark portions. We cannot wait to see the Tiana retheming of the attraction, but with the drop, it is sure to continue to be a guest favorite. 
You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line, wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at magicallyscented.com. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site Sorcerer Radio on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. Hey, I'm Joe from the Diz His. And I'm Nick from Sandpiper Vacations. We will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever. I am a travel agent with Sandpiper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip for you. Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip. So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top. Hey, this is Scott from the New New Friends podcast here with your hidden Mickeys for Splash Mountain. Now, there's several in this attraction, and they're really hard to see because most of it is a fast-moving ride. But the coolest one that I found is right as you're about to barrel down the big drop, there's a silhouette of Mickey in the rocks. And, and as you're looking out into the open sky, you can kind of see a silhouette of his head. It's not the traditional two ears and the head, but that's a really, really cool one. Also, uh, there's some barrels up on the, the big lift. Uh, right off to your right-hand side, there's a hidden Mickey there. Uh, also in the cave of geysers, in the ropes. Now the ears are kind of spread apart and it's it's hard to see, but it is there. And then also uh, with the frog that's kind of laying on the hammock, he's got his fishing gear and one of his bobbers makes a hidden Mickey. It's a really, really cool one. Now a not hidden Mickey, but a really cool Easter egg. As you're in one of the caves, one of the little hanging animals or whatever uh, says FSU, FSU, because one of the Imagineers on the project graduated from Florida State University and decided to put in that audio. Now, hopefully when they make the conversion to the Tiana ride, the Frog and the Prince, uh, whatever that movie's called, Frog and the Prince. they'll keep that uh, little <laughs> Easter egg, FSU, FSU. That is your hidden Mickeys for Splash Mountain. There's a ton others uh i challenge you to try to find them and send them in the frog and the prince it's not like he doesn't have a daughter like a young daughter <laughs> she actually the funniest part is they just went to uh the bibbity boppity boutique yes and yeah. she picked tiana's dress did she really it's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> obviously a favorite movie in that house um we need we need a shirt we need a shirt frog and the parent prince the, the frog and the prince <laughs> eyes your son's yeah. favorite movie the FSU thing is actually pretty cool. Have you ever watched a video of hearing that little thing go no, FSU? No. Yeah, it's, no. A, uh, it's a thing. I love how he presented it as, and a not hidden Mickey. <laughs> I, uh, it is really cool they slipped that in, though, and they kept it. Okay, so we are going to do our giveaway wax melt. 
to our Patreon members. Uh, let's go ahead and spin the wheel. You guys ready? Yeah. Is it any kind of wax melt their choice? Yep. Oh. Sarah, awesome. Congratulations right. to Sarah. I'll go ahead and reach out to her and uh, see what um, smell she wants, and I'll go ahead and send it to her. Awesome. Congratulations. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com. And listen to all the other awesome podcasts, as well as Diz Is. Hey there, fellow Disney enthusiasts. Scott here from the No New Friends podcast. Now, I'm not here to shamelessly plug the No New Friends podcast. No, I want to tell you all about the Diz His Goof Troop or Patreon. Now, you hear Joe and Jen and Chris and Alex talking about Patreon all the time, but I wanted you to hear from an actual Patreon member how cool it is to be a member of the Goof Troop. You get exclusive access to early release, show notes, and then my two favorite aspects, the cutting room floor material, the things that you don't get to hear on Spotify or Apple or any other platform that you listen to. And there's a lot of mistakes and a lot of really funny things that happen in that cutting room floor. Also, you get access to the live recordings. And I'm going to tell you these live recordings are fantastic. Between Alex's mispronunciation of words or just Joe being silly or Chris making a really funny joke, it's worth the price of admission just to watch the live episodes. Plus, you get to chat and interact with some amazing Goof Troop members that have me rolling on the floor in laughter first thing in the morning all the way till I go to sleep at night. It's just so much fun, and I wanted you to hear it from an actual Goof Troop member how cool it is to be a Diz His Patreon member. Just visit their website, dizhiz.com, and click on the Goof Troop link for as low as $2 a month. That's only $24 a year. You get all this access and it's worth it. Trust me. Dizhiz.com. Click on the Goof Troop link. So Alex, do you want to talk about what you did in the world of Disney? Um, You know what? I really didn't do too much in the world of Disney this week. It, it's been a busy week for me uh, going back to work and everything. And I really haven't done too much with watching anything on Disney I can think of. Um, yeah, nothing. I, I got nothing. Okay. How about you, Chris? So I went to a um, collectible shop earlier in the week. And it was my first time there. Really cool. Very overstimulating for uh, a collector like myself. Because I wanted to buy everything in there. The uh, I went there for some cards. But the one thing that I found was this uh funko makes these little soda can uh, i'm holding up for our discord members oh, or our patreon members to see they make these soda cans huh. oh wow and it comes with a little vinyl figure in it so they had a vampire mickey so i got this cool vampire mickey uh vinyl collectible it they did awesome. have it unscrews have, huh it unscrews it, like, yeah the top pops off the can and that's how it comes oh. inside yeah pretty cool there's a bunch of them there was fifteen thousand made so i guess you know limited edition i guess but uh that was cool there they have so much disney stuff the one thing i was tempted to get but just didn't want to spend the money on is i do collect uh disney park exclusive funko pops and they had urza in the buggy uh from the haunted mansion it was 65 dollars. didn't feel like spending that much money on it that day but another time maybe tomorrow maybe maybe, maybe tomorrow so that was fun the other thing I did in the world of Disney was felt like rewatching a Marvel movie. So I rewatched Infinity War, which after rewatching Infinity War again for, I don't know, maybe a third or fourth time. That is definitely my favorite. And I think the most well-made um, Marvel movie. Uh, 
immediately after I finished that, I went right into um, uh, Endgame to see, you know, what happened. Because a lot of the, you know, a lot of the characters died, so I have no <gasps> idea how they're going to bring them back. Yeah, so I go right into that one. But geez, Infinity War, such a good movie. Uh, if you haven't watched Infinity War in a while, definitely, you know, give it another watch. Because Endgame was such a spectacle that I think people forgot how good Infinity War was. And just such a good movie. What, what made you pick cool. that movie? Like, did you um, randomly like, pick or? It's like one thirty in the morning. I went on Disney Plus and I saw Infinity War. I was like, ah, oh, that sounds like a. No, I, every once in a while, I like to rewatch like the Avengers movies just because I love seeing all of them on the screen together. And uh, Avengers is my most watched one. Age of Ultron is my least watched one. And um, Infinity War, I just, it's been a little bit. I think the last time I watched Infinity War was right before Endgame came out. So it's been a few years. Yeah. So I just wanted to uh, rewatch that. And uh, I think um, kind of seeing Thor Love and Thunder got me back into the, the, uh, the and I guess talking about it a couple weeks ago got me back mm-hmm. into the wanting to watch. So, oh, I guess Marvel Snap made me get back into it too. I'm just all yeah. Marvel. Have you know, been playing any Marvel Snaps? I have not this past week. No, uh, maybe a little bit, but not not as much as I did. I'm waiting for some updates and just get some new stuff going. But um, yeah, uh, that was my that was my week. Infinity War. Now I'm on. Uh, now I'm back onto Endgame, and I cannot wait for She-Hulk tomorrow. So that's what I'll be doing tomorrow. Cool. And uh, Chris, um, No New Friends. What's going on No New Friends this week? Oh, this week on No New Friends, speaking about Marvel, uh, we have an interview with one of our new sponsors, Jeff Kaufman. He is, uh, I say speaking about Marvel because we do talk about um, he, he whenever a Marvel movie comes out, he buys a whole movie theater for people who, you know, and he, and he shows the movie to everybody. So, which is pretty cool, something that he does. But uh, he also is a comic book company. He's really into comic books. But we get to talk to him and then, you know, a couple of really funny segments uh, to follow that. But uh, Jeff Kaufman, the full interview is is online for our Patreon members. And uh, but we, we cut that down to about 15, 20 minutes on the podcast. Really interesting guy, really funny guy. So that was a that was a really fun interview. Okay, cool. So Joe, what'd you do this week in Disney? So I uh, actually stayed over at Bay Lake Tower. Oh yeah. Um, at, at the Contemporary, we had a it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we were planning on going there on Friday afternoon, and we were going to go to Magic Kingdom. But when we pulled up, we didn't really we had passes like reservations to go to Magic Kingdom, but it was the first night of um mickey's not so scary so the park closes early so we were unable to go to magic king which is no big deal uh because we still got to have a lot of fun over at bay lake tower at the contemporary and our room was castle view so the castle was like right there i mean you couldn't really get any closer uh to magic kingdom because it was like right there so we got to watch the fireworks from our room which was really cool um it was i mean it's you can't get much better of a room on property if you ask me it's like you know space mountains like literally like across the street uh so that was a lot of fun we ate dinner at uh top of the world uh that recently just opened you know if you want to know what top of the world is pretty much on top of bay lake tower you know like california grill you can go out there and kind of watch the fireworks and it's like on top of the contemporary well over yeah. at bay lake tower they have top of the world and it's villains themed so kind of when you oh. go in there there's villains all over the I mean, it's it's all right. It's not like the best, right? Oh. But it's, it's cool, right? It's a really nice place to eat eat food. You, there's no, you really don't go there to eat dinner. There's like appetizers, like pretzels, and we got like a charcuterie board, you know. And there's drinks there. Um, my wife and I, we both got special drinks. She got a drink. I forget the name of it, um, but it was really good. Mine was the other side. Hers had something oh, to cool. do with like one of the the princesses, you know, uh, not princesses, um, the villains. Um, I think it was the evil witch. Her drink was named after that. 
but it, overall, it was, I mean, it's, it, the place is beautiful. Joe, of course, you, yeah. Question on the villains lounge. Uh, I just watched a video on it. Obviously, I haven't been there. Is it a little underwhelming? Yes. Okay, because I feel like they went with such a bold theme in villains, but didn't really like. I don't know. I feel like. Yeah, it, that's why I said, yeah, it, it was a little. So Bay Lake Tower is cool for the mm-hmm. experience overall, right? So when I heard that it was going to be villains themed, I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. I feel like it was still Bay Lake Tower, you know, with right. some villain villain things in there. Right, uh, yeah. It wasn't, oh, yeah, yeah. And the um, pictures but, on the wall are kind of like cheap looking, aren't they? Like the pictures of the villains themselves. Yeah, a little, a little bit. It's still cool, like a cool experience. Sure, yeah, sure. But the reason why it's a cool experience is because only DVC members can go up there. So not everyone can go to this restaurant. Only DVC members are able to go to this restaurant. You can bring your friends. So it's just like an overall cool experience. Of course, you're really high up. And when they do the fireworks over at Magic Kingdom, they kind of dim the lights and then they play the music, cool. you know, through uh, for for the um for the fireworks. And it's just it's fun, right? And the food there's delicious. Like we got, remember I said the charcuterie board. We got the um the pretzel, and we got uh, the seven layer cake, which is really good for dessert. Ooh. Yeah, it's delicious, man. It's like, you know, the seven layer cake and inside of it has like a, a white chocolate, like frosting, I guess. Oh, nice. So I love white chocolate. So good. Okay. And then, so we stayed at Bay Lake Tower and the next morning went to Chef Mickey's oh, for breakfast. Cool. Yeah, which Does was really fun. he actually cook for you? He does, man. Wow. They do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's kind of hard though, you know, mice in the kitchen is not good. But <laughs> they, it's not a uh, buffet anymore right now. Hopefully soon they bring back the buffet. They kind of bring it out to you. I can tell you, I was kind of disappointed at first, but they brought out these like, hash, like a hash brown like casserole. It was amazing. Oh, it was hash brown, cheesy, bacon on yeah. top. It, like, oh, man, it, it was probably one of the best things I ever had uh, for breakfast. It was really, really good. Plenty of food. A lot of fun. Of course, all the characters got to come around. You got to take pictures with the characters. Uh, it, it was good. Um, also, uh, we spent the day over at Bay Lake Tower. Like during the day, we got to use the pools. We had a couple of drinks from the bar. The pool there is it's, it's small, but it's fun. I mean, it, it was it was a good time. We had really good seats. Uh, there's a lot to do at Bay Lake Tower. Um, I saw a video we, of Nick on a slide, and that slide yes. was so long. It was like yeah, man. The slide was fun. It was longer than uh, that goofy roller coaster. It seemed like it was maybe, so man. long. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's it was. I mean, the slides, the slides at the pools at Disney are so much fun, right? This is not my favorite slide, uh, but it was a fun slide because some of them you you, you kind of like. Uh, for example, I was going to bring this up. We also booked Beach Club for Labor Day, so we're we're going to be going to Beach Club for Labor Day, right? And the pool there, like you go over the walk, not the pool, the slide there, like you go down the slide and then you go and at the beach club, you know, you can kind of, you can see, you can go to, there's like an Epcot entrance exit right over there, right? And the slide goes over the walkway. So people are like walking underneath you. That's cool. It is cool. And then the pool there is probably, people say it's the best on property at beach club. So we're staying there uh, next month. Then we, the month after month after we're going on the wish and then the month after that we're going to old key west we booked old Jeez, key west man you're going yeah. here next month there i hope my check clears for next month and i'm still in my apartment <laughs> well dude man i'm telling you right now if you're a D- ddc is so worth it because you know you get you can you can really your points like we have the lowest one of the lowest amounts of points that you can get and you we can really work it out so you can spend one weekend at disney a month wow let it's, me sell my car and my wife's car, and then I maybe I can put it's a, a car payment. payment. That's what that's for, what it is. Pretty much, you, you only sell one of your cars. Okay. So, um, also, I wanted to mention something about D plus. 
Uh, D plus, you know, AJ from D plus, D plus club. Um, he was on vacation. You know, he's he's based out of he lives in England, so he came to Florida for like a couple weeks. Oh wow! So he's gonna be kind of getting back into his thing here. Uh, the D plus, we're gonna be doing the D plus segment again probably as soon as he kind of gets back and settled in. So cool. I'm kind of looking forward to kind of doing that again because I kind of like talking about the movies. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Okay, guys. So next week we are going to be giving the history on Disneyland Paris's Aurora's Castle. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. So go ahead and tune in next week for that episode. So that's the his on Splash Mountain. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Chris. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHis65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHis. When it comes to clothes, it's great to have options. But having pieces that you can wear anywhere is a must for everybody. That's why American Giant makes clothing that fits into your life seamlessly, with quality you have to feel to believe. And with an impressive selection of staples to choose from, there's something for everyone. So whether you're on the hunt for the perfect t-shirt, a solid pair of jeans, or super soft sweatshirts, American Giant has what you're looking for. Each American Giant piece is designed to last and created with commitment to doing things better. And all their products are made right here in America. Because keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll feel and appreciate for years to come. Discover the American Giant difference today. Shop where anywhere closet staples at American-Giant.com. And get 20% off your first order when you use code WA23 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code WA23.